I don't know if I've found anything usable just yet. What no, do you got? This is trash. This is dog. This, this is, is absolute dog. I've already <laughs> turned off. If the first ten seconds like need to catch the viewers, how about those South Africans? <clears throat> Can we get the South African audience in? Can we bring them in? We're gonna have to. They're not watching a lot of content this week. Chess and Colby did well. Oh yeah, I've seen a few Chess and Colby highlights packages. Uh, yeah, he did. He played very well. He, best on park for them, I'd say. I think so. Uh, and him and Quagga Smith. I like Quagga. Yeah, Quagga's still getting a bit of grief. Why? I think just because he's not a man mountain. He's He is slippery and fast mm. and... And he's got great decision making. I think he's deceptively strong as well. That try that he scored, that was like, that's a whole highlights of that example of deceptively that, strong. That was an amazing try. Like, imagine he, if that was a match winning try. Like, that's, it's being kind of forgotten because it was like a consolation try at the end. But that was a yeah. hell of a try. It was an amazing try. What it pounces was, on some loose ball? Like, had like the tiniest of moments. Yeah, frac- a split second decision making. Before Finley Christie gets through um, a couple of defenders around the fringe, just. Beats almost beats Will Jordan for in a step for mm-hmm. pace, and then bar- barges over. I think he barges through Will Jordan and two other guys. Like, yeah, 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 unbelievable. He just wanted to get over that line. Yeah, it was pretty. Amazing. Would would it be one of those ones where it's the New Zealanders um, switched off for a moment? The game had won, had won but it didn't. Really I don't think they that. had time to switch off because it was it just was, such a it was lightning thing. It was lightning. That's why people came here for some sweet Quaker Smith. Um, He's had a broken nose in the past, you can tell. My God. It looks like he isn't. It's like his forehead was broken. His mm. nose was broken into his forehead. It, yeah. It's one of those guys you don't know where his forehead stops and his nose begins. He's taking some impacts. Doesn't of, shy away from the contact. Yeah, good on him. And he kind of looks like a guy from um, Star Trek. You know what I mean? Like from a foreign planet where they've got a deformed nose. Am I being too mean? That's mean. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is on your channel, so hit that dislike <laughs> button, folks. I like him as a player. He's a great player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show Smith some love, people. Yeah, everybody. Get him behind Smith. So there was some rugby on at the weekend. Yes. There was a big build game between number three and number four in the world. Yes. The two unbeaten sides in this abridged rugby championship. Yes. What the commentator here in New Zealand, probably to irk the Northern Hemisphere fans build as like the best like rivalry in rugby. You know how they, we watch the Six Nations and they was like, this is rugby's greatest championship. Well, yeah. I think it was Nisbo was like, this is rugby's greatest rivalry. Well, to be fair, those two teams have six times as many um, World Cup wins as the entirety of the, um, of the Six Nations, the greatest rugby championship. So, yep, you can build it as the greatest rugby, cha- the greatest rugby rivalry. I'm okay with that. All Blacks and Springboks is a big rivalry. 100%. They're historically the two best teams in the world for a long period of time. Right now, yes, they're three and four. Um, One of them's definitely four. One of them... (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I did not make any many um, South African friends. And I was like, look, I'm pissing off the whole Northern Hemisphere immediately. You just sit really, everybody's throwing, toes. <laughs> throwing elbows, everybody. I'm coming out swinging. Um, But, yeah... Boy, oh boy, this, that was a sweet night, though, wasn't it? it was, that game started about as well as you can expect a game to start. Like, when we were doing the stream, there were people I, saying, know, this is, is going to be 60 points. 
I I hate to admit it. I was sitting next to you, but I think I ejaculated like three times in the first the first five minutes. Is that why I'm all itchy now? <laughs> what did she give me? You need to go to see a doctor. Yeah, I do. Get a penicillin. <laughs> I think I need a Unbelievable. Ah, but no, that just furious start to the game. That pace was just amazing, and um, like I've got. A number of thoughts about it, but mm. the first thing I want to throw to you is, are we showing our hand too much right now? Let's go negative. Okay. Uh, Bloody uh, fuzzy. Yeah. We showing sh- your hand too early, <laughs> you dipshit. Yeah, you should be losing by 15 points. Winning you by need to lull everyone into a false sense of security. That's what we've been doing over the past three years. That's, that's, that's been the Foz plan. Oh. Not even New Zealand rugby knew it was going on. Yeah, he pulled it off, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's just about to pull the rug out from everybody. Yeah, he wants to do the whole... Win the World Cup, slam his dick down on the table and be like, beat that, Razor. Mic drop. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh, but are we showing too much of of what we've got planned or what? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. You don't think so? No. What was your, what was the most impressive thing that you, uh, out of the game in general or just the start? I mean, just the All Blacks' ability to keep the ball moving and their hands. Yeah. Like, it's... It sounds simple. Like you're a professional rugby player. You should be able to catch and pass the ball quickly under pressure. Yeah. But how many times do you see it not happen? And later on in that same game, we saw things kind of get pretty scrappy. Yeah. But there's everything they touched was turned into gold. Yeah. And it, well, it harks back, it harkens back to um, how we got our name, the All Blacks, was the was it the 1908 Invincibles Tour or whatever. They they went to the UK and everyone's like, well, we can beat these Antipodeans. Mm. And they came over and the headline was they played like all backs because oh, they all could pass the ball, right, they could right. all catch. And that that in its essence is still true to right. great all black teams. Is like you give it to you give it to Moody, he's going to do a backflip pass yeah, like he did sure. in the quarterfinal sure. against the French. Like you give it to anybody, they're going to be able to handle the ball, make a pass, yep. you know, and play footy, not just do a role, but play mm. rugby. And that was what you could see out there, like Brody Retallick, just know, unbelievable all over the place. Just I was a little bit. When, remember when he came back from Japan? I was kind of like. Uh, is Brody like has he regressed a bit? Is he getting a bit over the hill? Has yeah. he missed out on on the kind of higher level of rugby here in New Zealand? But then, nah. High forwards have a <clears throat> bit more of a shelf life. Yeah, I suppose so. You know, they're not like wingers who have got mm. you know twenty one to twenty seven, and yeah. then you you lost half a yard of pace, and that's that's your bread and butter gone. Yeah, I think what is he be in his early thirties now? I think so he? yeah, but I looked at his stats, and he just genuinely did everything. Yeah. Like that's the thing that makes him special. Like most locks struggle to get much go forward ball because they're such big humans. Yeah. They're pretty easy to bring down. You know, they're kind of like you know, props get about a meter per carry, locks get about two. So they have some stabilizing uh, positions. That's really. right. Whereas you're expecting your Lucy's and your backs to really get you that ground. But Brody Retallick is like, nope. Far out. I'm going to run but, 37 meters. Between him and Quagga Smith, the uglier you are, the better a rugby player you are. You know, Aside from people like Dan Carter, who are just gorgeous, he's a he's like a man chiseled out of marble, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. I saw him at the zoo that time, and I was just like drooling. You got a Kalen Doris. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Um, that's not fair, is it? It's, yeah, it's not fair. Bloody to be... Dan Carter, how dare you? Yeah, well, that's what we did last year. It's a quick tangent for our two CGD for what was the Richard Kahui Award. Speaking mm. of beautiful men, Richard Kahui Award for I'm not gay, but award 
It uh, went to, what's the Frenchman's name? There's always number 10s that it's oh, yeah, the Robert, Pretty Boys. We got, a, we got a, a random group of women to vote on that for us. That's it, right. And the ones they all came back were number 10s. That's right. And you were like, where are my props at? That's right. Yeah, I was yeah. disgusted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not fair. You wanted uh, Todd Furlong in there? Oh, or absolutely. You, he loves you and Tini or whatever his name is. You'd be happy or Tini, with uh, yeah. Tonio. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Get some prop love, folks. Prop love. By if you way, got no props, you got no game. You should start a porn channel called Prop Love. You know, just props going hard. Prop the tight. Oh, you could do all sorts of innuendos around the tight five and stuff like that. <laughs> you know. <laughs> About to go down a path I really shouldn't. So go it was thirty-five okay. twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which uh, fifteen points? Am I smiling too much? Fifteen points. Yeah, that was pretty convincing. Yeah. It could have been twenty if not for that um, Quaker Smith try at the end. You know, it could have yeah. been an even bigger win. It never really looked in doubt because we just came out of the box office. I mean, South Africa. Uh, I don't to know about credit, that, man. I was. I. They, I, they came into it really well. I had a puckered butthole for most of that second half. They came back into it. They were still one score away from really a squeaky bum time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it didn't get to that. Yeah, not quite. But it was. Yeah. It was looking possible. Yeah, but it didn't. We quite were eight get to points that point. up there before mm. Will Jordan scored, didn't he? Oh boy, I know. I've been Will on this. Jordan. You know, there's this. I mean, the South Africans split their squad, right? Mm. So one of the big talking points is I, that I can, backfired big time because all these guys who didn't play were rusty as hell. But but Cheslin Colby didn't play last week or the week yeah. before. He looked amazing. He Will did. Jordan hadn't played. He looked amazing. Mark yeah. Nawadi Tawase hadn't played. He looked amazing. Brody Retellick hadn't played. He, he looked, looked amazing. amazing. So there were a bunch of guys who hadn't played. Fafta Clerk didn't play, but he didn't look amazing. Yeah, but maybe it was because the All Blacks guys were Malcolm, still in camp rather than being on Waikiki Island, drinking some wines and playing some golf. Well, that was the thing that I thought was obviously the time and the travel and these guys mm. are professional athletes and all that sort of thing. But whether you're the most professional outfit on the world or mm. whether you know, you're know you you know a fifth grade rugby team from anywhere in New Zealand, like time on tour and time with each other connects a team and mm. makes you bond. Yeah. And the tighter you are bonded as a group as well, the more chances you get to sort of level with each other, understand each mm. other, you know, the better friendships I think you right. can have and the tighter, I'm sure there's some very tight bonds in there, but yeah. just, you know, there's those moments of when you get any group of people to get together, there's that break in the eyes, sure. there's that getting comfortable with each other, all that yeah. sort of thing. And it looked like a group of people that hadn't, played that much rugby with right. each other for a while you know which uh if you want to win a test match in auckland you're probably going to want to have everything going for you that's right so i don't think splitting up a squad especially in a world cup year where you need to get as tight as you possibly can and i think that was probably one of their greatest assets they had mm. in the 2019 world cup they looked like the tightest squad they looked like cohesion the, was through the roof right yeah, yeah 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 and i think you i don't think you can just take that for granted i think that's mm. something you've actually got to you know, have team nights, have stupid, mm. you know, um, outing days and all that sort of stuff. And, and that really can help. Mm. Um, Mawanga Barrett. Okay. Like, uh, well, you look, you look despondent. As soon as I, I said I, that, I've got a take. But, but basically, take? because I've got, I mean, just a bit of egg on face, isn't it? I've been harping on about yeah. bloody Will Jordan at fullback for ages. And me too, me too, me too, me too. And Bodie for two Hashtag. weeks now has looked freaking good. Really good. And um, really good. And like and then this week And we're all about where's Sean Stevenson. Yeah, we're Sean Stevenson because we want a proper attacking threat. We want a fullback to play fullback. I feel sorry for him. He's obviously not going to be going to the No, World he's Cup. not. But 
Bodie, because he wasn't even really playing like a traditional fullback's role, like he can do, but he didn't he didn't run it that much. He was more kicking and passing and just playing as a second ten. And it worked really well. You know how you love it when I make league references, right? Oh, yes, I yeah. love Because they just go... So in league, they talk about the halves quite a lot. So I know one of them is called dummy half. No, not the dummy half. Oh, <laughs> what's dummy half? So dummy half is the person who picks up the, the ball, ball the from, back, isn't from the play of the ball. Is that not a position? No, that's the, the hooker does that. The hooker is the dummy half. Oh. There's not a position called dummy half. Is there not a position called dummy no. half? He's a dummy half. Anyone who's picking up the ball is the dummy half. The dummy half. Oh, so okay. it's... And it's traditionally the number nine. And the number nine, by the way, is not the halfback. The number nine is the hooker. Oh, that, I, I did not know that. Anyway, okay, so... Far out league. But in terms of, like, great league teams, they have they have a pair of halves. Okay, and the pair of halves are the halfback and the 5'8", basically. So Where's the hooker? The hooker is the dummy half. So the, the hooker picks so the up... the hooker's not the playmaker? No. No, oh. the, the the hooker basically has to listen to one of the halves as to which way the action is, okay. or which time they're actually. He makes a lot of decisions. Does the hooker need to have a bullet pass on him? No, not so much in terms of the league. Or oh, they have to have a good pass. Okay. Um, but in the league, because there's so much further back, there's behind, less pressure on yeah, them to have like pressure. an Aaron Smith bullet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A good pass is always going to be helpful. <laughs> but it's the five eights, the guys who make the try the winning strings. plays. Okay. Who, who direct the team around the field and do all that sort of thing. And it's basically the six and the seven. So that's right. the five, eight and the halfback. Jeez, is anyone following? Um, those, so it's essentially like the nine and 10 from No, Union no, no. Or the no, 10 no, and 12 from No, Rugby no, Union? it's like basically two tens. Two tens. Oh, okay. And that is how the, the All, all Blacks, Blacks are, are operating up. with two tens. So, and it's beautiful. Bodie's hanging back during on def, on defense mm. or for the for the kicks and all that mm. sort of stuff. He's not. He's doing his, most of his core fundamentals at the back. Yeah. They're protecting him a little bit on defense, although he's not a terrible defender. Yeah. Like I think he's a bit better than Mawanga on defense. But in that attacking third, like or even any position time he wants to attack, he's able to, you know, call the ball, mm. change the position of the play, mm. and for my money, he looks like the best attacking kicker in the world right now. Mm. His attacking kicks. To Will Jordan? He, Goodness to, oh, gracious me. Fan, you know, that first try yeah. where he kicks it out to Will Jordan, Jordan Will Jordan yeah. skins Willie LaRue, um, gets slightly taken down, but not secure. He gets tackled and, by Willie LaRue. And he Willie picks and it up releases, again yeah. and zooms back in and then gives it off to Aaron Smith, who scores. Yeah. You know, just been able to, he's just got the best vision, being able to see mm. the ball. And if Mwanga, you know, plays his role really, really well and directs the team around the park, and he can, and Bodie can do that brilliance of finding the space on the field. Mm potent mix if they can get it right yeah well you know? it's been right the last two weeks has it well i mean dmac was different from Wonga, but and still dmac was great as well he was yeah that's a hell, hell of a guy to not get in the 23 but my thing was they looked brilliant for that first 20 minutes but they mm. didn't look that great for the rest of the game i i was impressed with the way that they came uh, they came over the top at the end right. when the pressure was, was starting, starting right. to rise. When yeah. you felt like, okay, the bomb squad's back on, like Peter Steph's at toys out there, Malcolm Marks is out yeah. there, it's all happening. But the way they came back at the end, but there was a quite, it was quite, we mm. were sloppy for about 50, 60 minutes of that That's game. That's true. You know, and I thought, I thought for a moment there, I was, I almost said it on our live stream, I was like, this has got some, this has got Albany. Right, um, sort of fifty-seven nil kind of feel to it at the moment. Yeah, but they took their foot. There was a couple of moments where uh, we made silly mistakes that 
that Frizzell high tackle. He made yeah. up for that with a turnover. About, I know, but it was, it was still... But yeah, the, it was the, the momentum, momentum shifter, shifter, for sure it was. Because yeah. South Africa had had nothing up until that point. That at least put yeah. the door ajar a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. And that was... But I thought if we were able to capitalize... Because they were still opening the door for us. Mm. They were still making mistakes. They That's still right. looked rattled. But we just got a little bit sloppy and, mm. and lost a little bit of potency. Yeah. That we could have been more... By, we we more lost up. the second half again, didn't we? We're like only by like three points or something. Yeah, did we? Yeah, it was we a lot more have. even anyway, in that. and the, but it felt like a ding dong old test match yeah, from that point. From on. that point on, like this, if you're South Africa, there's not all is lost. Oh, for sure. No, there's still there's still a massive threat there. They yeah. just got shell shocked. No, I, I remember looking at the stats at halftime, and I was like, oh my god, Shannon Frizzell has broken nine tackles in the first half. Guess how many he broke in the entire game? Nine. Nine. So, like, the second half was clearly... He, he Obviously, he looked... He earned his money. Like, he was yeah. an incredible player, but he he was doing his roles for the rest of the game. That's but right. Like, just that ability to start. And this is what gets me about fucking South Africa, is why are they leaving some of the best players in the world on the bench? I know they're in love with this bomb squad thing mm. and all that sort of jazz, but... Uh, Bonging Mnambi is a it great. Was, it was strange that they player, started him why is because he was on the plane as well. Why, why wouldn't you start Marx when Marx was the one of the guys here early? Peter Steph the toy. Why is <laughs> he... well he played last week, so I get leaving him on the bench and starting. Um, Snyder looked really good when he mm. came on. Like mm. the start your best team, you know. Like and if you've got players that you think can do a really good job for you, like mm. then they're going to be fine to come on. But this. I don't know. Like, I know they're in love with this idea of the bomb squad and all that sort of jazz, yeah. which doesn't make sense to me because none of them actually take high balls. Um, but they need... Remember that one game where Malcolm Mike started, which I haven't seen him start since then. He may have, but I haven't he seen him. He won this like five turnovers in the first half or something stupid. Yeah, first 20, he was just unplayable. It was a reverse of what we just saw, It was right? the game it before was... Alice Park. Yes, and then for was... some stupid reason, they went to Dweeba the next week. Yeah. Like, it doesn't yeah. make sense. If you're South African, if you're a South African fan, I would be just tearing my hair out going, what are you doing, Ninaba and Rassi? Like, mm. I know they're very intelligent men and obviously have a far greater rugby brand than I do, but mm. sometimes you can have paralysis by analysis. Yeah, that one just didn't make sense because pretty much all the other guys who traveled early got a start. Colby got a start. Mostert got a start. Fafterklerk got a start, you know? These guys yeah. traveled early, so give them a start. But Mark's... I mean, they also didn't pick Jesse Crew and they didn't pick, I mean, um, Jean-Luc Dupriya. But apart from that, I think most of the guys who traveled early started. So mm. weird to keep Marks on the bench for that one. But Yeah, very yeah. odd. He is he's my favorite hooker in the world he right scored now. A, he scored a try from a mall. Yeah. That's the second week in a row that the All Blacks have conceded a try from a mall. Um, is it really? Crevy got one the week before. I mean, their mall oh, went right. close. He peeled off and still got it. So, All right. Because uh, I heard a stat saying that that was the first try Jason Ryan I mean, if you, had, had, had um, taken it. Maybe if they're All saying that because the Argentinian from, mall didn't go over in one motion. But, I mean, he peeled off a mall to score a try. For me, that's a mall maybe try. Maybe well, if it's for you, it's for a mall try, but apparently that's not what it goes down. The- I'm putting it down a, as a mall try. Is there a stat for that? I keep stats on mall tries, but that's just on my little spreadsheet. <laughs> and mall tries conceded. So yeah, we've conceded two from malls in two weeks, which is yeah, unusual because right. yeah, you're right. Prior to that, we've been pretty rock solid. Yeah, well, I don't mind. Like, They're a hell of a pack. They are a yeah. hell of a pack. And they that was when the replacements had come back mm. and come on. Yeah, I thought... 
Speaking of hell of hell of packs, hell of packs, um, heck of a pack. The All Blacks. Mm. All we want when we play South Africa is parody. <laughs> all we want is parody because if we get parody, then we can play with the ball right. and we back our skills and black back our ability. I used to remember being really annoyed about that back in the days, like when our lineout would not be able to get parody. Yeah, Africans. like you'd be like, "All oh, right, we'll win a penalty. We're going to get up the field," and you'd be like. I'm gonna, Fuck, why I'm, can't we win our lineup? I'm, I'm gonna say something that may be considered sacrilege, but okay. I think we were on top. Mm. You know, and I, I think we were definitely on top for the forward uh, for the um, uh, first twenty, not for the first twenty for the uh, contact area. Right. You know, for the breakdown, I thought we were hungrier. We showed mm. more desire, and that enabled us to have that quick ball. But just for those traditional set piece, the scrum and the line out, like I think penalties went both ways. But just to see Ethan Degroot win a scrum penalty against Franz Malherbe, you're like, oh my god, that's pretty nice. Mm. He, Degroot, he's he's quality. He's yeah, he's had a meteoric rise from 18 months ago. Yeah, so. and speaking of people of the size of meteors, Tamati Williams. Oh, what a big unit! <sighs> One of the things we like, we look at. Um, Antonio Utini, whatever his name is, and we go, oh wow, wouldn't it be great to have someone like that? We got one. We got one. We, we got, got a big one. We got a we big one. Yeah, we got a big one. There was a photo of him. There's standing. a teepee right there. There was a photo of Tamaisi Williams standing next to somebody else. He's a giant. And like, I forget who it was. It, it looks it was like Sam a- Kane, and it looked like whoever it was he was standing against was just like a little kid. And it he was looked, like, he, but he looks like a giant baby, <clears> doesn't he? Like he's got he a real baby face. He, he can't does. quite grow a proper mustache, and yet he's still growing it. And then he's just 140 kilos. Yeah, that's monstrous, monstrous. Um, South Africa. What do you? What do you? Where are they at right now? What's your opinion on on what went well for them, or what what didn't go so well? Obviously, they're behind on the scoreboard. Yeah, well, I mean, at least they they were able to come back into the game and shift some of that momentum. And then, like, Chez and Colby were just playing like a man possessed. Yep. Mapimpi was sadly looking a bit like not one of the best. Wasn't Grant Nisbet? He was everywhere. Yeah. Sorry, Grant. So we I'm, weren't really listening to the commentary, no, so couldn't. I don't think we were really picking up no, on that. We multiple people have said. Nisbo would be like, my pimpy. Like, oh, no, <laughs> Any, it's not. <laughs> anytime it wasn't a white guy, he'd say, oh, I'm a pimpy into it again. <laughs> I do feel like the New Zealand commentary team can be guilty of not watching a lot of non-New Zealand rugby. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I also think that I like Nisbo, but I think I feel like I'm kind of apologizing for an old uncle who right. I'm like, he's just, he's just, yeah. A bit older. Yeah. But they're all... I don't know. But yeah, Mapimpi, despite the fact that he was everywhere, according to Nisbo, I don't think he looked like one of South Africa's best three wingers at the yeah. moment. Can we go... Sadly, he's been a great servant for it, that Springboks team. Is it too much of a like for like, but if we go Aronser and Colby? Oh, I want to see it. I don't care if it's like for like. I just want to yeah. see it. I Clone, want that. Clone Wars. Yeah, can you imagine you're the opposition? Like, right, you yeah. don't have to mark Colby this week, but you've, you've got, got Aronser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd just be great. Like, especially if you've got like a guy like Caleb Clark, who's just like... Hmm, if I've got the ball, that'll be fine. Yeah. But if I don't have the ball, that's going to be trouble. But are, are they susceptible? To, well, saying that, he almost scored a try against mm. um, Bodie Barrett. In the air. Yeah. That was a 50-50 call. That was a 50-50. I you, didn't mind it. Yeah. I've, I se- I've literally seen, if you go on any bloody social media, Twitter, Reddit, my YouTube comments, it's like one comment will be, that was absolutely grounded. How you didn't see that, I have no idea. And the next comment will be, yeah, Tim, I got that 100% down, like, well, you yeah. and I, when we watched it, I think you and I were... 
I you said try. I, I said like a very non like a non-committal. Yep, I'll uh, maybe give maybe. it. Maybe, and I said mm, I don't know. I don't yeah. think so. And then we both said whichever way it goes. Well, it's fifty fifty, so you can't be angry about this. And then it went our way, and we were like, mm. but oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, could have gone either way. Oh, could have gone either way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, those, those, those. Sometimes those just happen. Yeah, yeah. That's just do. the way it goes. Also, can I um? Can, can I resolve a beef that I've been having mm-hmm. with one Rian Lu? Oh, yes. Your... Rian has a YouTube channel, which yeah. is fantastic. He He's makes brilliant. great content. He's your favorite YouTuber's favorite YouTuber. Yeah, he is. But he is he genuinely a... very good. But he he started at a wee oh, little bit of the pumpkin yeah. of old Tony. I'm yeah? bathing in your anguish. I absolutely adore it. Your heartbreak fills my heart with joy. You have filled my love tank. You have turned me into a better person by watching your South Africans lose. Thank you, Rian, for this enormous gift that you've given me. Much love from me to you, my friend. You can have a wine now. Yeah. He, he calls you a wine drinker. He's a, he's a legend. Go check out his channel. He's great. Look, there he is. Now I'm going to have to watch this before I put it. What's he's the sort of, what are you going to do? The time codish. Anyway, I can't see. So that was the game. Anything else about All Black South Africa? Um, Mount Smart. What do you think? Great you, atmosphere. Turned you into a leaguey. Nice to see uh, a lot of South Africans there, wasn't it? Yeah. Interestingly, my wife's boss ended up going to the game he got tickets from adidas apparently she was not offered them because she's not in management only management oh, right. tickets. and apparently his comment in the office today was geez there was a lot of south africans there yeah 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 there seemed like there was a lot on screen yeah and they were all there really early right like, they were like having bries in the um car no park way. and shit apparently wow that's awesome yeah 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 there are quite a few south africans here and then the wars got to win there 24 hours later Go the Warriors. 55,000 uh, visitors there over the weekend. Not a single uh, pitch invader. Mm. And two great victories. We uh, put 44 points on the Sharks, and the Sharks were a top-four team. There well, they go. were a top-four team. There you go. Up the Waz. Rugby league. Rugby league. Um, yeah, mate. I feel like there is more I want to say, but um, I don't know. Uh, Will Jordan, very good. Shannon Frizzell, very good. You like Bodie at fullback. Moonga at the 10. pack was very good. Malcolm Marks came on, had impact. Quaka was great. Scott Barrett <clears throat> looks really, really good. And weird position to be in that I haven't almost feel like we haven't been in for over a decade where Sam Whitelock is not an automatic pick. Mm. Almost. It's like, awkward. Like, it's a good problem for them to have, but you've got you got to leave somebody out of the starting lineup. So Unless you want to put Scott Barrett at six. Please don't put Scott Barrett at six. I think Shannon, Shannon Frizzell has probably put, paid to that argument. So Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Do we have a Sam Kane took a wee knock? Apparently they said the removal yeah. of him for the second half was precautionary because he had just taken a wee stinger, so Fozzie made the call. I'm gonna see a little bit more out of Dalton Popperley. Mm. I think he's It's weird because be Sam Kane in his eighty minutes against F well, whatever it was, the I don't know if it's a full eighty in the first game, can't remember if it was a full eighty, but in that game he was very visible. Yeah. And then in the first half against South Africa he was very visible. And then Dalton Not mm, so much. Not so much, yeah. I just don't think yeah. I've seen him play better games. I'd like to see him do more in the black jersey, mm. basically. Um, because uh, And players who aren't going to get a shot, we talked about this guy, the bolter that they put in. He doesn't look like he's getting a look. Cam Roygaard? No, not Cam. I want to see him play. Bloody mm. hell. McLeod, is it McLeod? Oh, Dallas McLeod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't seem to he be hasn't had a, I mean, They've got one more game. They got Well, they've got two, really, because we've got... We got rugby championship away in Australia, and then we've got a Bledisloe back home here. I think if we win in Australia... 
they will play because we've got one game outside the rugby championship against the Aussies. I thought Blair, we, low two. I didn't. I didn't thought we. I thought we had just one game against the Aussies. They in rugby championship, yes, and then we got one game outside the rugby championship against the Aussies. Oh, do we? Blair's low two. Really? I, I think th- it's in Dunedin. I thought we had a game against South Africa. We do. We do. We do. So we got three tests. Yeah, I think the Pumas and Box are still playing one more game outside the rugby championship as well. Right. It just wouldn't. It wouldn't balance if they'd had that game included right, as okay. rugby championship. Because then right. South Africans would get the Pumas twice, we'd get Aussie twice, and then South Africa only once. So. Yeah, I hear. You. Yeah, I hear. You. But I think if we win in Australia in a fortnight, then we've, we've got it. Second Bledisloe at home, they probably ring all the changes. You probably you see maybe your Dallas McLeod and your Cam Roygaard, and maybe from the bench anyway. Not likely Sean Stevenson because still so frustrating because he was the player of the tournament and um, player mm. of the tournament for Super Rugby, but just can't get a look in. Can't get a can't get a seat at the table. Speaking of the Aussies, Ooh. they played. Eddie Jones is saying the All Blacks had better look out in a fortnight. Yep, but they lost their yes. second game in two weeks at home to the Pubas. That was a Good game. He's like the Black Knight from... Um... It's about a flesh wound. <laughs> right. uh, yes. I'm glad you got that reference. Congratulations. It's an ancient yeah, movie at this yeah, point. Yeah, so yeah. if it's ancient, I'll get it. Yeah. I was listening to ZM in the car on the way here. Every now and again, I tune into ZM just to be like, what are the popular songs nowadays? What are the kids listening to And I'm um, like, it's always like the same. I want to say 50 songs. They probably play about... Like each host plays... A very limited number of songs. Yeah, right. They don't, but I did hear a new song. Well, I don't know if it was new, but it was just, a song I had not heard on My ZM problem with pop music at the moment mm. in general is that it doesn't feel like there is still much of an evolution from when from when my era was listening to pop music. Like it was it's just moved a bit away from like the Backstreet Boys and stuff. I like, guess so, but that'll probably all come back around. Like, mm. but it's just dance beats with like a little bit of a hip hop feel with some. I like Olivia Rodrigo. She's a bit different. I don't know who that is, to be oh, fair. There you go. You're an old man. There you go. Yeah, I don't listen. I, I, listen, I listen to uh, punk rock. It's, that's where I'm kind of at. Punk rock, strange metal, uh, and everything else. 31 um, 34, multiple lead changes, but the Pumas love that stadium. They beat us there. They drew with the Aussies there. Now they've beaten the Aussies there. Home of Parramatta Eels, that place. Um, yeah. A lot of Argentinian... Well, I don't know if there was a lot, but there was a loud contingent of Argentinian Man, they create fans. some atmosphere, eh? Absolutely. You know what I love about the Argentinians? Um, if, Their beef. <laughs> yeah, I do like some Argentinian beef. But their ability to be light on their feet, be really great footwork, but also um, keep the ball alive mm. and like offload in the tackle, mm. like... They're, they ask so many questions. They ask so many questions of the, de- of the defense with the way they move the ball mm. and with the way they attack the line. Like, they take the ball right to the line and do their passing. Like, they're a threatening team when they have it together. But the mm. big difference between this week and last week was they had they were so far behind the advantage line. Mm. They had so little front football. They were getting dominated up front. Their pack did not mm. get any good ball to, yeah. for their, their backs to play with. But... When they can, they look classy. Mm -hmm. They look very classy. And there is no... Like, I know that there's a lot of Aussie fans going, let's bring back Dave Rennie. What have we done? Mm. There's no shame in losing to Argentina anymore. We've all done it. (laughs) We've all done it. In recent times. Yeah, they're they're, they're fucking good. Yeah. I mean, this is only Eddie's second match. 
And I feel like there's kind of two... Oh. Whoa, what have you done? I've overfrothed. <laughs> too much watching Will Jordan. Um, I feel like there's two... <laughs> like, Eddie's a real divisive figure. There are people who think yeah, that Eddie all but had England winning a World Cup if only yeah. they kept them on because he had his plan which was going to come to fruition at World Cup time. And there are people who say, this guy is the charlatan of all charlatans. There's a bit of romanticism and just around talks him, eh? his way you know, into roles. But I don't know. What do you reckon? Has he got, has he got the goods to get the Aussies right? Nah. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. And then the Black Ferns also played. Um no, he oh, look. He's done some incredible things in his career. Like, but and he's also his initial run with England but he's was also, fantastic. Uh, that that game, game in Brighton. one game in Japan was fantastic. But he got fired originally as the Wallabies coach. Then mm. he went to the Reds and had one of the worst Super Rugby seasons mm. any coach has ever had. Helped South Africa win a World Cup though as an assistant. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, he knows the His game. His record with Japan got progressively better. He's rocks and diamonds, really. Mm. He when he's shit, he's dog shit mm. um i love him as a character i think he's really good for the game in terms of engagement mm. i do think that he has the ability to um do special things with teams if they get in on the the, eddie, the buy-in right yeah on the eddie bus but oh um, that's not you <laughs> it's not you it's- take it away from the ottoman is that called an ottoman <laughs> well, yeah that, that it's called an ottoman really what? like after the empire or what yeah yeah no no it's um uh, Otto van Bismarck, they changed it to, no, Ottomans were around before that. We didn't talk about the beer today. Slightly different beer. Smashable behemoth. Yeah, there you go. Show them the, the label. It's got like a We really need a it. beer sponsor. If anyone has runs a beer company and wants... We'll drink your beer. We'll drink your beer if it's free, 100%. <laughs> We don't even need money. Just, just give <laughs> us the beer. If we got free beer, we'd drink it and we'd we'd literally spend a minute and a half talking about it every we week. We would. That's a good little ad. Um, what was I saying? Uh, uh, I'm still excited about him being at the helm and I actually thought that both teams um, played better than they did the week before. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, it was a really good game. Oh, shit. Was, I'm spilling Holy everywhere. shit. Did you, were you born it's because this, it frothed everywhere. Were you born this way? Yeah. You've been working on it. What are you... The way you're pouring is, is perilous. It's a perilous pour. Well, it looks all right in the end, yeah. apart from the bit that ended up on the floor. Well done. Um, um, I actually meant to continue your point because you mentioned how the Argentinians... Did I make a good one? The Argentinians, how the way that they... Under Lula Desma, they were kind of playing quite dull rugby yeah not a lot i mean i know they beat the all blacks with it it was either our defense holds and we kick the shit out of the ball or we go behind and we are fucked basically because when their defense remember that they beat um, yeah 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 they beat us that first time in australia and then the next week we absolutely flogged them because they couldn't maintain that that level of defense whereas under checker they are looking more ambitious which makes sense because when he first got to the waratahs i think that first year he was just like, don't fucking kick the ball. Yeah, right. You're not allowed to kick the ball. The year before the Waratahs won Super Rugby, no, he was so like, you're so. not allowed. Even if we're on a turn, you're not allowed to kick the ball. No kicking. Like, he wanted them to build that confidence to actually play with ball in hand. And the yeah. next year, they won it. Yeah. 
Yeah, and this is, and they were so far out, off the pace that year before. He got appointed, I think, at the same time JK got appointed. Yeah. And they right. were both kind of shit in that first year. And then Checker was like, Meow, oh. and JK was just like, uh-oh. JK pooped the bed. Yes. Imagine if JK was still out there being a high-fluting coach. Stay in the punditry, he JK. Was, he was good at the um, inspirational speeches, old JK. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's good with the old talking about depression and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very but nice. Just not a very good rugby coach. But Argentina used to be that kind of team that would try and play basically like South African style, but what, but not as well, and mm. basically pick up the odd win when the other, when the opposition were having an off day. Mm. Whereas they're now a team that can beat an Australian team highly motivated to win at home. It was a bit annoying you know, under the like, Ledesma because they had so many game breakers, and yet you wouldn't see them being used at all. You'd be like, these wingers aren't getting runs. Like, I'd yeah. seen them playing for the Hawaiis before that team went under. Be like having Mapimpi and Colby. And you're just wide. like, oh, yeah, I suppose so. Before they got used. But yeah. So, no, it was really pleasing to see them play some some really fun rugby. Yeah. No, yeah, and they are an entertaining, fun team to watch. Mm. And I think the um, the Australians played really well, but I think the best team won that mm. day. They I, dominated possession. The Eddie's boys were they really did. scraps, really. And they were 10 points up with like seven minutes to go, but yeah. um, Mark Juanita Wasi. That was a 14-pointer, that one. They were they were almost stuffed, and then he grabbed an Can intercept. Can I just point out that I've been practicing my Mark Juanita Wasi? I think, I think you're missing a syllable or two there. Oh, shit. I Ma- think it's Mark. In, Mark, no. Mark, now we need to wassy. Yes, there you go. Yes. And they, I, they call him Marky Mark because they're they just can't. like, I can't be fucked saying Mark, this guy's name. Mark, now we need to wassy. He's in the clear. <clears throat> Mark, uh, now we need to wassy. Yes. Now we need to wassy. There you go. It's a hard one. He's a good player. He's really good. Does the switch between him and Vuni Valu the week before was like night and day. Worst player on the pitch in the 14 jersey to best player on the pitches in the 14 jersey. 100%. And he will... He's got a World Cup start. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's one of those guys that, and this is the this is one thing I'm a little bit envious of with the Australians, is they're able to find players that oh, he looks alright at Super Rugby, but oh, he's trying a bit of promise. But let's just see we, what he can yeah. do. And this is what happens with the Kiwis sometimes. This is what mm. happens in State of Origin sometimes right. when they're kind of forced into selections. Yeah. Just because the depth of the talent mm. talent pool isn't quite there, or right. injuries happen, all that sort of stuff. They throw a bloke in, and under the big lights, yeah. he just comes alive. Yeah. And Mark Nawanita Wasi was that way at the end of yeah. the year tournament. We were like, who the hell is this I guy? I remember they picked him for the Wallaby squad, and I was like, what? Yeah, and he was like... He can't tackle! But he was skinning Pino, and like, he was just I know, like, but he was just like... Like, yeah, Waratah's level, like, nah, man. Like, he's all right. And then Dave Rennie was like, well, he's been training well. I'm like, I don't give a fuck, Dave. <laughs> he's not good enough, Dave. If I can see that, you should be able to see that. Well, apparently Dave Rennie knew more about rugby and, than me. But we can't do that in the All Blacks. You can be like Sean Stevenson, the best player in the tournament. He is making the Australian team right now. Right. Definitely. Uh, I almost feel like they should have him. Like, I want him to. I want him to play right. like some international, international rugby somewhere, like the highest level, really. Yeah. But if you're a Dolph- Redcliffe Dolphins fan, you're licking your lips at the moment. That's for certain. But yeah, boy, oh boy! Every that first try where he took the quick tap, yeah, that was off his back. Like, Cooper with the wide pass, and there was another try that he set up, and then although Ikitao got injured with a shoulder, eight weeks out. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. 
crazy. Yeah, because that looked that looked bad. Was it just like well, more than a dislocation? Yeah, they said it was what is it like patella or something? He's yeah. Anyway, it's eight weeks. So ah yeah yeah. Like Wikitao's great player. He still went in to score that try, but that's a big big hole to fill for the bar of the box for the Wallabies. So. Like you can yeah. play Fuketi, you can play Parise, but you don't really have that. Like it's Ekitao's been a lock, so he's a world class player. Yeah, yeah, that's bad. So I thought, um, yeah, I thought the their forwards played better this week. The Australian forwards, mm. for the most part, I think Will Skelton was starting to have a few more touches. So weird when you look at. I was looking at a few malls when he was involved, mm. and he would be in the mall, he'd be driving along, and then he would leave. And the size of the mall would go just, down by yeah. two thirds. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. he's just such a massive, he's a big human. massive body. <clears throat> like, but a wildly entertaining game. Oh yeah, it for really sure. was great to see. Uh, you know, it's, you can talk about him for days. Eddie Jones like smashing his freaking headphones, headphones yeah, 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 yeah. losing his shit completely. That yeah. try from uh, Juan Montin Gonzalez at the end of the game, like that was brutal for the Aussies. But they gave away the dumbest penalty what was it? to I set up that it. field position so there was a bit of handbags and oh, rob valtini just right. came in and gave someone a shove and Actually, the ref was like is that worse than the initial initial action and the team was like yep it's worse like just and and alan alatoa when he asked at one point like so you're gonna penalize us for retaliating like no shit sherlock that's man like that's law. that's what happens I mean, uh, I yeah, said I it, do remember watching that now and being like, oh, that's a stinger. I said it in the match review as well, and it's like, the best thing you can do at the moment, and I freaking don't condone it, but if you've had something illegal done to you, you need to just make a meal of it. You need to go roll around on the ground, and then the TMO is at least going to be like, oh, we better have a look at that, and right then they will find it. And even if it's just the lightest of light. Like the the, the, head, the high shot on Matera, I think it was by Quade Cooper, yeah. it was like, Matera was like, oh, my face, I've lost my head, uh, but it was like, it was the... We're going to see that big time of the World Cup because it's the highest stakes footy. Yeah. But it's it sucks gonna... that that's the way to get it done, but if you want the attention to be highlighted on some illegal action against you, that's the way to get it done. Retaliating, duh, is not right. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I know traditionally that's what you would have done. If there's shit going on, you know, you need to get involved, but that hasn't been the game for a long time. Mm, yeah. Mm. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's it's a sad state of affairs, but it is the way it is. And there wasn't really much in that village, but technically that's that's the that's the laws. So but I thought, I thought it was justice. I thought... Mm. Um, I thought the uh, Argentinians were the better oh, team yeah, of the for day. Sure. They deserved to deserved to win that. Bit of a stinker of a start to the Eddie Jones era, um, but I don't think they need to throw the baby out with the bathwater no. at this stage. Two games, man. And you know them leading into. There's a few things that I want to say, not about this game in particular, but. Mm. Um, I wanted to talk to you just what I can see as one of the biggest problems with the Springboks right at this moment. Okay. I forgot to mention. Sorry, I'm rewinding a little. The uh, number 10. Oh, yeah. There's, there's no... There's yeah, no, Willems wasn't a great choice at 10. There's no world class there at the moment. Andre Pollard, if, me, if Pollard's not there, you need to play Libok. It's just that simple. And But Marnie Libok is... is no, he's good. He's, he's good enough. He's green. But he's not... He's not... He's not, he's not tests... He's not world class, like, you know... He can it's get there pressure. if they give him the chance. Yeah, but that's if. It'd it, be like, like us. He's, he's, he's like D-Mac. Yeah. Like you wouldn't really be like, yeah, D-Mac is but ready to have, lead the team yeah. in the World Cup, but he's got the skills. When I've seen Money Leebok play, I've been mm. like, he's 
a little erratic. He, he's erratic. He can set the world on fire or he can have a bit of a stinker. He's just not consistent enough. But yeah. I think he can get there. Yeah. He's got the ability, but yeah. And the other thing I wanted to mention was, I'm sure I've pissed off some South Africans in this podcast already. And I was pissing off po- uh, South Africans during our live stream. I, I, I was. You got a neck for that. But I, all I am... It's just a, a fan. fan. It's just yeah, a fan. No. And I understand when somebody's celebrating, you know, and being joyously happy about the loss of your team. That sucks to watch. It's so irritating to watch. You just want to punch that person in the face. Yeah. I am not with you. You can't punch me in the face. You could try to resist. But uh, yeah, so I understand where it's coming from. But, you know, it's just, it's just, just rugby fans being rugby fans, you know? You know? Although, it, uh, one thing that I was a little bit concerned about was in our stream, there was a bunch of people going, fucking ref, yada, 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 a couple mm. of people. But then there were a lot of people in that stream and also online that I was going, look, no, these, it's not, the, these calls aren't bad. Yeah. Like, there was actually, I heard a lot of South Africans being like, you know, we were the ones to blame for that. We were oh, out yeah. class in that game. Rather Did you see Razzy Erasmus's tweet? Yeah, with the old baiting, with the baiting thing from, uh, from um, I South mean, Rugby. South African rugby, rugby magazine puts out a tweet after every game yeah. to say, how did you rate the ref? It's not only when they lose. Sometimes people take that a bit out of context. But it gets prominence in our feeds when they've lost because there's more comments on it. There's That's more right. interaction with it. That's right. Um, and then Twitter's like, oh, this is getting engagement. Yeah, but Rusty commented on that, like, how did you rate the ref? And he just basically said, well, he did better than we did. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, which is, which is that's a classy response. And progress for yeah. us. You know? yeah, that was good. It was. It was. Um, anyway, I took us, I was thinking about those points when we were talking about Argentina. I just wanted to say them, you know. Okay. But what do they do in their 10 spot? How are they going to win the a box? World Cup? Like I said, if, if Pollard is not there, you need to play Livock. Villemza is your like... He got skinned a couple of times. Yeah, now Villemza is like, he's been great at 12. He can play 15. 10 is like his third best position. He should not be going into a test match at 10, I think. Do you think that would... Wasn't this meant to be the A squad? Yeah, supposedly. Yeah, strange. Some strange decisions across the board. Anyway, uh, anything else? Oh, you want the to Aussies Australia with um, Ikitao going off as early as he did. Their yeah. back line was pretty disjointed. They played 6-2. So they only had Carter Gordon, who's a 10. And yeah, uh, Tate right. McDermott, who's a 9 on the bench. And when your 13 goes down... Mm. You end up playing Carter Gordon, who's in his second test match for like 75 minutes out of position. I thought he looked good. He looked all right. Yeah. Dropped a couple of balls, but mostly he looks still pretty sharp. I, th- I wouldn't <clears throat> put him at all, Quaidy. Quaidy was all right. He was all right, but I think the... You need to pull the trigger? Yeah. I think they need to throw us something a little bit different. And he looks he looks like a really, really quality player. But then, you know, similar to what you were saying about Mani Lebok, Lebok, well, what we were saying is untested, mm. you know. Is but, it? Maybe after the World Cup cycle, that's when Carter Gordon gets the 10 jerseys his own. Maybe. Quaid will probably retire. Yeah, well, how, yeah, he, he, he hasn't got another World Cup. I don't him. think so. Man, I didn't think he had another World Cup. In this the, time, yeah, exactly. Well, I thought after 2011, 2011 he, yeah, he had yeah, so yeah. much psychological damage after that's right. the semi-final. But yeah, so New Zealand top of the log. We've got the the Wallabies in a fortnight over in the MCG. Yeah. 
and then uh, the box are home to the Pumas. They are in second, so mm. it's the All Blacks to lose essentially. So we're the, the um, sorry, uh, you just mentioned it, but I'm going to ask you again. Where are the box playing at home? I forget which ground. It's almost like they. I don't mind that for Argentina. They they seem to get up away from mm. away from home quite a bit. Um, that'll be that'll be interesting. And we've got the Aussies in. Where are we playing then? MCG. Oh, that's a horrible place to watch rugby. It's the Women's Football World Cup, which is on, which has got all the stadiums here and there all booked up. Holy holy smokes. I've, uh, you been to the MCG? I have. Once. I to watch AFL. I watched Essendon take on, I think it was Geelong. I watched Essendon take on Fremantle. Who won? Uh, Essendon, um, but everyone around me was like, this is the worst game of footy I've ever seen. Okay. And then I was watching the AFL footy show later that night and they, they, they had a guy who was one of the pundits, but he was this, he was called the special comments guy. And the okay. thing he was like, I was there to make special comments. I couldn't say anything because nothing special happened. Wow. Yeah. Brutal. But I was just like, whoa, this is amazing. Like, oh, the atmosphere would have been yeah, great. It's a yeah. big stadium. Huge. There was Very big. There was 40,000 people there and it felt kind of empty-ish. Right. It's a problem with big stadiums. MCG seats a lot of people. Yeah, lots. Um, yeah. Yeah. Johnny Sexton? Johnny Sexton got himself into a bit of hot water. What a naughty boy. <laughs> that decision took them so long to make about his ban. Yeah. Well, they went into their uh, deliberation and then for a whole day or something and then there was... Four or five days later, they actually gave the verdict. Can I be cynical for a second? You can be. If that's a player from... Georgia? Georgia. Fiji. Yeah, he's gone for the World Cup. And the decision doesn't take five freaking days or whatever it took. Within the week. It's probably same day verdict. <laughs> like, it's it's like McDonald's. Like, it's bam. This is just by the numbers. I saw this thing. Um, I don't know who put it out there. And it had Sia Khaleesi in a suit. Mount Smart or right. something like that. And they said, imagine if Sia Khaleesi went down to the field and called Raynell a fucking disgrace. What would... Oh, my goodness. Yeah, like... Yeah. You know, what would the what would the band be? You can't even picture it because you know Khaleesi wouldn't do that. He's, yeah. he's classy. Yeah, well, then they... <laughs> Sixth, apparently Sorry, not. Johnny, but you, you let your emotions get a, the better of you we sometimes. We know you're a big fan, He Johnny. lives on the edge. He's a mouthy <laughs> C-word. Um but they banned him for three games, which are going to cover the Rugby World Cup warm-up games, which with him recovering from injury... Give me a rest. Give me a rest. He wouldn't have played anyway. Oh, there. Punishment. Yeah. That was, by the way, for those listening... Oh, where are they listening? Spotify. Uh, iHeart Podcast. iHeart <laughs> <laughs> Radio. Google Podcasts. Stitcher. And wherever else you get your podcast. Um, if those people listening, I just... Uh, he just gave me a wee tap on the wrist. Yeah. He didn't have a wet bus ticket because they don't do bus tickets anymore. No, but you have to flash your card, don't you? No cash is allowed on the bus in New Zealand anymore. Really? You're not allowed to... You don't have that little tray there anymore? You've not taken public transport for a long time. When was that? Someone took Auckland a bus? Transport was looking to get rid of the cash thing for a long time, but I think they kept it for all the oldies who didn't want to get cards. But then with COVID, they were like, oh, COVID spreads via cash. Oh, right. So that was their excuse, and they've never brought the cash Bastards. back. The old ladies would hate that. Um, have I... When was the last time I caught a bus? This is thrilling content for everybody. Tony's trying to remember when the last time he caught a bus was. Mm. Uh, I feel like it was within the last two to three years. Okay. Yeah. 
There you go. Don't know what it was for. But you took a bus. Do you have an AT hop card? No. Do you? Of course I do. <laughs> Goodness gracious Where are you me. catching buses? I don't catch them very often anymore because I walk my kids to school. If you have to get to town, would you catch a bus? I would probably drive. Yeah. I went to the All Blacks experience you, in town the other day and I drove. Have you? Had and it was to... free parking because it was a public holiday. Winner. <laughs> I love if you it. you had to go to town and you knew you were going to have a few drinks, would you... you I'd take the train. You'd take the train? Yeah. Okay. I yeah. bus to the train station and then take the train. Yeah. Well, that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it would have been a long time since I got the train. <laughs> Tony's balling people. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah Chaperone. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got, I've got um, canvas money. Canvas money. Exactly canvas right. money. Yeah, yeah. All right, mate. Well, yeah, because Johnny Sexton got a slap on the wrist. Bam. I do think it was... Like, I'm, I really would be super disappointed if he wasn't at the World Cup. Oh, um, yeah, for sure. Ireland are my second favorite team. Yeah. Like, he's it wouldn't be... so crucial to their success. Yeah. So in that I, regard... I'm, I'm happy about it. In that like, regard, I'm, not, I'm happy I'm, because I'm... I want the best rugby players out on the field, but I also don't want guys being knobheads like that. Yeah, and, and it does feel a little gross, the fact that it... it that's the standard, by the way. So if yeah. you, you've set a standard now, so if, you know that Georgian player goes out or mm. any player goes out or if a first 15 rugby player mm. goes out and calls the ref a fucking disgrace. Mm. Um, yeah, a three-match ban that was set at the top for the, one of the mm. best players in the world. Mm. I think it would have been a really bold call um, to ban him for further or ban him I for the entirety. I think they were never going to have the cojones to do that. My principles say that he should have been gone, but my... My interest in Irish rugby and also my interest in watching the best players in the world mm. play is happy, that out. is happy about yeah. it. But it, yeah, it's just a bit shit. Yeah. I wish he didn't do it. Like, Yeah, don't do that. It was just so dumb as yeah. well. Why would you put yourself at risk like that? You know, like you're going to go up to the referee after the game in an aggressive, they say he came up in an aggressive <clears throat> confrontational way and told him he was a fucking disgrace. It's just not on. Be a professional, man. Yeah, it's not a great look. Yeah, and like he's... You can't, like you mentioned he's Khaleesi. He's a veteran. You, you can't imagine McCaw doing that. No. Like any of the great captains, you know, I can't I really... can't imagine any other player doing it, really. Mm. You know, like it's... um, I don't know, but just... Maybe uh, Dylan Hartley. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Dylan Hartley. Uh, Zinzan Brook, maybe. 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 Yeah. Uh, who else was a sort of... There's been a few fiery customers over the years. Um, Richard Lowe. Richard Lowe would probably just grab the ref by the testicles. <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely. Now, there was other rugby on, apart yes. from the rugby championship games. The Black Ferns had uh -huh. a bit of a scare against the USA. Uh, I think they were predicted to beat the USA. Don't quote me, but I think it was by like 40 points. And they were down 17-5 at halftime. So it would have been like one of the upsets of Ever. rugby history for uh, the what USA. What I heard was that the week before the Australians bet them bet the mm. US by 50 points and we bet the Australians by 50 points. So we were supposed to give the USA hiding. We did get an early red card. Yeah. But uh, it ends up being 39-17. The Black Ferns score 34 unanswered points in the, in the second and half. And I... Had no idea when it was on or when it was happening, and my it's apologies. It's been largely overshadowed, but it was a good win under a bit of pressure. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So the all the ball blacks. Black Ferns go three from three in their Pacific fours. Canadians finish second, having beaten the Australians forty-five seven. Is it our fault or is it the fault of world rugby or the media? The fact that talking about this right now is just hard to muster up any sort of excitement about it. Like the Black Ferns playing the USA. Like we the were... fact that it clashes with the men's rugby in terms of the day it's played does not help. No. But there's not like. The Silver Ferns, the New Zealand women's netball team, gets way more hype on mm. just a random. Like, they, like to be fair, the Black Ferns did captivate the nation a little bit during, uh, the, during the Rugby World Cup last year. But there year. was no men's rugby on at the same time to clash yeah. with it, right? Don't think so. Mm. Yeah, there was no... It wasn't like the All Blacks were no. playing at the same time. Rugby Do you reckon that was... A, like All Blacks because, remember, because we were like... That will be our content for a while. Yeah, we were hyped for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was the that was the. <laughs> but sadly, we were getting like our lowest views we ever got on our podcast. I think Dude. because our subscriber base is largely men. Yeah, and a lot of men don't follow women's rugby. And men, when I've been to the games of women's rugby, much of the crowd. By the way, is and women. men based in South Africa and Ireland, two teams. South Africa were qualified, but Ireland didn't even qualify, mm. did they? Mm. And South Africa are one of they put in some hearty efforts, but mm. they were, they're not one of the top teams in the women's game. That's right. Yeah, eat that, Rian. Um, <laughs> even your women suck. No, they were actually oh, they man. were they were actually really fun to watch. Actually. No, they are. They are one of the. They all look like Serena Williams, like dominating. Yeah. They they could be incredible in terms of the uh, the game if they get a little bit more professional around it. There's my two cents. There you go. Yeah. Women's rugby, Pacific Falls, New Zealand go three from three, Canada two from three, Australia one from three, and the US, nada. But a good first half against the Black Ferns. Well done. Well done, USA. Yeah, yeah. Very pretty. Uh, there was also a New Zealand 15 who were in Japan. They beat the Japanese test team this time. How much of this did you watch? Uh, zero How minutes. Many? It uh, clashed with the Aussie-Argentina game, which just seems like insane timing, but what about the I highlights? suppose they, um, they have to go with the what suits the Japanese rather than what suits New Zealand fans because it's being hosted in Japan. I didn't watch any of it. I haven't even seen the highlights. Mm. It was hard to get excited about it when I've got... It's the same thing with the women's game. Yeah. Like, all week, I was thinking, all back Springboks, how fucking excited am I for this yeah, game? Yeah, me too. You know what I mean? Yeah. 100%. So, yeah, everything else took second place to that yeah even after you left on um saturday night i was like oh shit i gotta watch the argentinians now um and that was actually a really great game but you're Mm. right like when it's box and all blacks it's just like that is that is king and everything else just pales in comparison yeah you know and what did we 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 smoked them yeah 41 27 yeah and that's i heard a couple of reports by saying people saying Japan not looking good. Mm. Japan not looking strong. We're mm. talking about a team that made the quarterfinals last year. Mm. Well, not last year. Last, last World, World Cup. Cup yeah. bit, the, bit the Scots to make it there. Um, obviously, yeah. they were kind of the Cinderella team having yeah. the home their World Cup. Their record since the World Cup against Tier 1 has been really bad. Yeah. Do you know, just a fun fact, uh, their best ever result at a World Cup is equal to Irish's, Ireland's best ever result. Just a fun fact. There's a few teams who have made quarterfinals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Canada I, has made a quarterfinal. Have they, are they in 1987? It was either 97 or 91. 87 yeah. or 91. I can't remember. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we played them in a the quarterfinal. So I can't remember which World Cup it was. But yeah, Canada has made a quarterfinal. Canada 
Canada, Canada's who men's, didn't qualify for the World Cup. Canada's <clears throat> men's... Their women's team is great. Their men's team is not. Yeah, it's a, it's a shame. They're one of the teams who suffered from the turn of professionalism. Did they? Yeah. They, they had a great amateur culture, but I think professionalism basically killed the game in Canada. Ah. Mm. That sucks. It does. Sorry, Canada. You're very good at ice hockey. They're amazing. We call it ice hockey here in New Zealand. They call it hockey. hockey. Yeah. Two and Canadian girls I used to work with in China, when I kept saying ice hockey, they were like, what are you talking why about? Why are you always saying ice hockey? Because when we, say, we oh, say hockey, we mean field hockey. They were like, oh, you mean... Field hockey? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is a much smaller sport than ice hockey. Yeah. You don't get millions of dollars for playing field hockey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why we, is that? Why isn't field hockey a more popular sport? Uh, there could be a multi-factored answer It's entertaining. You reckon? I've watched it at Olympic Games and I've been like, oh, that's quite entertaining. Like they, I always find the corners and the behinds and stuff quite, you know, when they have to like mm. serve it up. And apparently you have to be a bit of a madman to play. Really? Because the ball is it's very hard. It's hard as fuck mm. and the sticks are wild and you've just got a bunch of angry people because mm. they're all kind of nuts to play. Okay. Getting, they're like, they're all the hands just always bruised and battered because mm. the ball's either smacking them or they're getting smacked on the hands of the thing and their shins are... Sure, like, that yeah. makes for good entertainment. Yeah, I, when I watch it, I, it's one of those, like, it's kind of like watching, um, yeah, actually the same problem with ice hockey, to be honest. Um, ice hockey, those, those physical hits, and stuff, not so much in field hockey, it's more the ball doing the damage. Mm. But it's the ball just... Oh, right following it you know mm. like and that's a that's a barrier to entry right you know if it's not ingrained in your culture like if you're not a baby sitting in front of the screen watching ice hockey and then by the time you can follow because like i remember watching a few final series of ice hockey and be like oh now i finally can kind of see what's going on but when i just try and watch it i'm always like it's just a bunch of big men roaming around really just another saturday night <laughs> <laughs> Uh, under 20s. Ah, uh, the French. The French and the Irish went out. Oh my out God, at, how much rugby was on? This the French. French they, they, just they got look at pretty comfortably. Head and shoulders above the rest of the world. Is this a signal of things to come? Because you got the the men's senior teams. It's Ireland and France, number one and two. Under 20s um, finals, France and Ireland. Because I mean, I've looked back at the careers of some guys who were like, he was the under 20s, like, player of the championship. Yeah. Like, how did this guy do it? Like, Aaron Cruden was one. Yeah. Like, he was the under 20s player of the championship. He had a good career, you know. He Very good career. Followed through that potential. And I looked at the team that But he, he wasn't, he wasn't, wasn't Dan Carter. No, he wasn't Dan he Carter. He wasn't even Boda Barrett. I looked at the under 20s team he played with to win that kind of world player of the under 20s or whatever the hell it was. Um and I'm like, I don't know that guy. I don't know that guy. I don't know. That guy. So few of the guys actually went through. Actually came through to become like household names. Because a lot know. of them just get to like NPC level, and, and then they get another chops. Yeah, they and it's you, you do. It's you know we we talk about um, how hard it is for Sean Stevenson mm. to make the cut, um, even though he's a really good player and all that mm. sort of thing. That kind of decision is replicated at all levels. Like yeah. there are really good players who are really good for their, you know, their club teams that don't get quite picked up because they don't fit the structure that mm. NPC team play, NPC yeah. te- teams can play. Same for NPC teams to super rugby yeah. level, you know, like, or guys who are really just snapping at the heels around the, at the mm. fringes of a, of a super rugby squad that don't yeah. quite get the opportunities. And when they do get the opportunities, they might get an injury here and there. Mm. You know, there are so many ways to bail out. Mm. There are so few spots. Those basically. people who just make that really clear, concise, just pathway mm. through make it look really easy mm. 
that's that's rare and there's mm. a bit of luck involved isn't there you know so and also i think that one of the things um that you need to be mindful of as well like it probably under 20 level there's a lot of it that's built on talent mm. raw unadulterated talent but as you probably go deeper into professionalism you need that talent but you also need a high degree of professionalism and mm. work ethic which is definitely something that doesn't come to a lot of young men, you mm. know, um, and that's what the greatest players have and the greatest mm. professionals have is not just that ability to be able to do amazing things on the mm. field when they got the opportunity, but to be able to replicate it week after week through dedication and hard work. Mm. Did I just make what a, an answer? Did I just make a? My goodness, <sighs> I blacked out for a bit there. Determination is a hard thing to coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grit. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those things. Well done, France. See if you guys can replicate it at the World Cup. Got a good chance. Now, there is some rugby on this weekend. Oh, is there really? Samoa's playing Fiji. Oh. Japan's playing Tonga. Scotland's playing Italy. Namibia's playing in Argentina. Tonga! Tonga! <clears throat> we missed, you didn't talk about Tonga versus Australia, eh? That's true. I actually watched it. Yeah, I watched a bit of that too. It was it even was, on YouTube. It was the weirdest game. That was so fun. It was so weird to watch. Because Tonga beat an Australian 15 side. Which had a but like it had Taniela Tupo, yeah. It had Bernard Foley, yeah. It had I oh, forget a the other guys. There was a bunch of other either almost Wallabies or, or previous past capped Wallabies. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a moment when they scored their first try where Fikitoa did this beautiful floater pass out yeah. to the Tongan side had basically all of their ex but it was All Blacks a, and Wallabies. They had so Falau playing, they had Piatau playing, they had Fikitau playing. The, this is the thing. <coughs> Fikitau does this beautiful pass out to, floated pass out to Piatau. Piatau takes it in space and then on his inside, he's got Sparkles McFabulous himself, Israel Falau. And I was just thinking, and they both look good. And I was like, what does the defense do there? And, and Israel's there and he's threatening, ready to go. And Fikatau, and they're holding off on Fikatau, and Fikatau's got electric footwork and the highest rugby, the highest played rugby player almost ever. Mm. And it's just like, I was just like, this is a try. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So good. Like, uh, I, you know, I'm, I've given Israel a lot of shit, but he's quality, he's quality good rugby, player. rugby player. And he still looks quality. <laughs> yeah. Um, but my God almighty, like, that was. That's a hell of a little trio of players mm. right there. Like yeah. to any like if these like I don't know I haven't watched these guys week to week to week to week to week. I know that yeah. Pierre Towers obviously had a thriving, wonderful career in in um, the UK and yeah. Israel's had his ups and downs, but he was like the world's best player before he completely shat the bed everywhere. Mm -hmm. So if these guys are still got it, they're I wouldn't want to be playing them in a pool game. You they're know, in a tough I. Pool. What are they? What are, who are they with? Uh, is it? I think they're in the pool with South Africa. Oh no! Shit! I need to double check. But yeah, I remember their pool's really hard. They're not on the easy side of the draw. They're on. They're on our side of the draw. I'm pretty sure. Oh, uh, like our pool. Our pool. We've got. We've just got the French, and we've got like Namibia and someone else, don't we? Or something like that. Yeah. So our pool, we, we've got that one hard game. In yeah, no, they are. South Africa, Ireland, <laughs> Scotland, and Tonga. I thought I was right. I had a brief kind of hesitation there. Yeah. Ah, okay. Tonga featuring all these All Blacks and Wallabies. Okay. So, and Romania. Sorry, Romania. 
cut ball on the inside. Le, uh, Fikatau to Charles Piatau mm. with Israel Flau coming in on the coming in on a on a dagger of a line from the outside in. Does Marty Leibok tackle those men? Oh yeah, he will. <laughs> He's been playing on the URC. All right, okay. There's some big units there. They'll get a try. They will get tries. I've been a little bit. What can I say? Like when they change the eligibility laws. The main beneficiaries of those laws... You do this was, a lot when you feel like you're about to make a point that you're not comfortable with. Well, like, I looked at those law changes, which were clearly, I think, designed to benefit Samoa and Tonga. Uh-huh. Okay, I, I feel you now. I got hands on the side of my face for a long period of time. And I was a little bit like, is this the right answer to get these teams better? Like to get guys like Charles Pietau, who's born in New Zealand, raised in New Zealand, played for the All Blacks, like to get him playing for Tonga once he's kind of passed his prime for the All Blacks as kind of a, a secondary option for Tonga. Is that is that great for the game? Like in my mind, I'm like, no, the way you get the Tongan team better is to invest in the game in Tonga. And get guys coming, you know, like the Samoan team at the last World Cup was like 90% guys born in New Zealand and Australia. Which makes sense because we've got the infrastructure here to set up, you know, guys to get those careers going better. But far out, that Tonga team was full of, full of some talent. It was fun to watch. Yeah, 100%. So I was kind of, that's what I mean, I'm, I'm torn. Like, I want to see more guys coming from Tonga playing for Tonga. Gotcha. But... Jeez, that was fun to watch. And the Tongan commentator, God, he was, he was, he was awesome awful. to listen to. He was awful. He was, <laughs> he was so, so bad, fun. he was great. Yeah. Can I counter your point, though? Okay. I do want to talk about that commentator, if we yes. can. I think it's great. I think it's absolutely brilliant for the game. Because one of the key things in terms of, um, you know, getting a game to be stronger in any country... Mm is getting young talent to come in. Mm. What gets young talent to come on board? What gets young talent to put posters Seeing on the, the wall? Seeing the heroes. Seeing the heroes playing mm. well and punching above their weight, mm. you know, doing well for the nation, mm. representing their colors. And those, even those guys who have grown up in um, New Zealand and mm. Australia or whatever, that's, I'd say they're still proud Tongan people. Mm. Like they've got Tongan parents, they've got Tongan heritage, they've mm. got strong links to their communities and their villages and all mm. that sort of stuff. And, I think in terms of just the overall growth of the game itself internationally, having more competitive, strong teams with it's high levels of ta- talent is great. And you know, and also, if you've got those incredible starring players coming up through the islands, mm. they're going to be like, well, you know, I could, you know go on this pathway and play in Europe and all that sort of thing. But you know what? There is a real pathway to join a world-class team you know, in my little island, you know, mm. and these are little islands we're mm-hmm. talking about, like Samoa and Tonga are not big islands. A couple hundred thousand people. There's a million people in, in, in Fiji, which is, you know, bustling mm. metropolitan mm. In, in comparison. So I think it, I think it is a great thing. Obviously, you know, it'd be amazing if they were able to have that infrastructure in there, that mm. they were able to have competitive leagues and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Just their mere size being that small, yeah. it's just not possible. Mm. Like, so you do have to sort of engineer it in a way that's going to build it up because the talent is still of that, you know, that origin, you know. So I, 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 I disagree. I, I feel good about it. There you go. How was that? Not bad. Yeah. Mm. All right, 
can we talk about that commentator now? Go on. So we talked a little about him on the live stream. He <laughs> was so weird. <laughs> great. He just sounded like someone's uncle who's been like, oh, hey, Tim, can you uh, grab a mic? It's like, oh, okay. uh, it's great to be here today. <laughs> Big occasion. I I don't want to be I don't doing accents is a dodgy place to do it. He didn't have a super thick Tongan accent, but there was this incredible try that they scored where they went down one wing, like I don't know if it was um, Piatau did a kick ahead, mm. like the Australians looked like they had it covered. It took this rank ass bounce straight into the hands of an um of a Tongan player. He puts it down, and there was a bunch of beautiful lead up play to it. And he, it was a like, great try. It was an incredible try. And my, one try that usually you would imagine... The commentator's losing a commentator's mind. That, and, and he just went, <clears throat> Tonga scores. <laughs> it was literally like... He He's was, commentating in a second language. Yeah, yeah. And no, true. I, I get that. But it was just so weird to look Tonga scores. Yeah, it was so anticlimactic. Tonga scores again. You know, and then it was um, it was amazing. I it, loved it. it. But it was just like really, maybe more fond of him. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The, And his Aussie co-commentator was like quite partisan, like I'm supporting, we need to do this, we need yeah, to do yeah. that. Yeah, and like, I, I, he I, obviously is not a bloke who does it all the time, but no. he was like... <laughs> I quite enjoyed it. It'd be like putting us on the commentary team. It'd just be a disaster, <laughs> probably. But it was great. I loved it. Yeah, and you know, it's great to see it in the Kingdom of Tonga. They win it. Oh yeah, they haven't played there since 2017. Wow. And they had to go up and you know go and like that kind of felt like a real callback to the old days. It felt like watching it, just like the quality of the cameras, mm. quality of the graphics. Yeah. The commentators were like from another. You know, yeah, it was century. a different era. It was going back um, in time. It was great. I loved it though. I just love the way they had to like go up into the stands, go see the Tongan king in Tongan prince in his seat and shake his hand in his seat. Like it was, it was kind of cool. Yeah. You know, like it yeah, stuff. It, it was, it was a fun watch. Well done, Tong. You got to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great one. Bad week for Australia. <laughs> yeah, and there was no their women's team lost. Their fifteen side lost. Their senior team lost. They just lost the uh, third test in the Ashes. That was cut maybe a week ago now. So. Sorry, Australia. Yeah. Mark Nowanitawasi, though. How about that guy? <laughs> He's really good. He looks He's the business. Really good. All right, mate. I think we've covered a lot of rugby. We've covered a lot of other stuff. Have now, if, if you people uh, aren't uh, interested in watching the likes of Japan and Tonga, Scotland, Italy play this weekend, you know what you can do in the meantime. You can go watch a few episodes of... Uh, Two cents on tour. You thought I was I've, got say an, I've got an episode coming out this Thursday. So it won't be there because this will be out before then. But but check out the channel. Check out the channel. And I might put, if you're watching this after Thursday, I'll tell you what, I'll put a link in the description. There you go. Okay, the link will be in the description. If you're watching it after Thursday. There's some Soviet graves. Wow. Soviet yeah, right. they're, they're the the Ruskies. They're old Ruskies. They've got some martyrs who are buried in Wuhan. I the, went to check those guys out. Oh wow! Yes. What were the Ruskies doing? Oh, oh yeah. you have to watch the video to find out. But yeah, the but channel. Tell me more. That, that, what happened? That, that channel is almost at a thousand subs, which I greatly appreciate. The and watch it, time though is still way sh- lagging behind YouTube's requirements. So if you would please do me the biggest of solids. And watch the whole damn thing. Just watch a video. Just watch it through. I would greatly appreciate it. Um, I what mean, they... if it's crap, just turn it off. I won't blame you, but I think it's all right. Yeah, I enjoy them, man. They're good. Yeah. 
If you want to watch a white guy um, bitch about puddles, you can watch this video here. Yeah. If you want to watch a white guy um, be irritated at museums, there's a video here. And if you want to uh, watch a white guy uh, get offered sex by a 70-year-old Chinese woman, there's a video here. In the latest one, <laughs> I go to this park and this guy's like... That's a, lot of, that's a lot of... There's a lot of cards. You're a, a champion of... if you put those up. <laughs> There's a guy with like a spear practicing kung fu. And he's like, come on, I'll teach you. And I'm like, no, Did you do right. it? No, nah, I didn't. Oh, what? I know. That, you need to do that. I'm disappointed in you. Well, I'm not, dis I'm not disappointed in you, though, for... For sticking st all this way through. All Thank you, team. We appreciate it. Oh, I was actually... Oh, we should, I should have talked to you <laughs> about What's your next video coming up? <laughs> Putting the pressure on. <laughs> I was hoping to have a video out about this time next week. Mm -hmm. But I'm very far away from okay. doing that. But I was hoping to. That was in my head. I was like, oh, yeah. right. Um, but I'm writing one. Okay. It's about South Africa. It's a big process. Uh, yeah, I, and also I'm slack. I have a job and things, you Day know. Job. And a child. Day job, child. You know. Partner. Life. Masturbation. Yeah, that takes up 80% of my time. It takes me ages to come. <laughs> 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 On that note, but I'm like... <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, hot dogs.